You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. everybody welcome into another exciting episode of the filthy fantasy football show a safe space for you foul mouth fantasy players out there as always strongly reunited with our dicks out your boys king josh josh the king big realm fantasy fish what the fuck is going on guys how's it going you know i i today was a special day for me i i cried i jacked off i got a boner and a tearful joy at the same time um let me let me tell you what happened uh, a friend, friend, new new best friend of the show, at Dem Boys DC for L, gave us the be- greatest fantasy football. Compliment. I know the guy. Yeah, yeah. His name's uh, I think it was Adam. I, I'm now I'm fucking it up. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did a couple fan uh, uh, muck drafts with him from yeah, the, Adam. There we go. Another yeah. show. Yeah, shouts out to Adam for saying that he likes us more than the fantasy footballers. So the fantasy footballers can go eat a dick. Yeah, yeah, bitches. Because everybody knows that talking about beautiful chocolate men and poopy dicks is the way to go. It's where you get the knowledge from. All right, because <laughs> we talk like you. You know, damn right. So uh, for tonight's episode, we're going to talk about the Thursday night matchup and your AFC games of the weeks. But first off, let's start with some news. Biggest news of all. Cole Beasley side with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Enormous. So much news. I love it. Well, we were talking about how Tom Brady's kind of racist and likes white wide receivers. If you think about his best wide receivers, it's been tiny white guys. Julian Edelman. Or Wes Gronk. Walker. Gronk's a big white guy. I mean, Cameron Brake should be better than Randy so Moss was saying. pretty great. And he well, was I'm not stuck white. with Cameron Brake in a league, man. It's the worst. Fuck Cameron Brait. Fuck Tom Brady. You know what? Actually, I was I was gonna bring up this stat. If you had a quarterback that was twenty the quarterback twenty seven in week one and twenty five in week two. You and, fucking play him in week three. No, you don't. And I got Jared Goff instead. And through two and through two weeks of football, he has thrown for two hundred and twelve yards and one touchdown, one interception week one for about twelve fantasy points. 190 yards, one touchdown, no picks in week two for 11 points. You wouldn't roster this son of a bitch, would you? No, listen, tuberculosis 12 can just, <laughs> it's time to retire, I think. Dude, he looks all methy now. You he see those looks pictures? like he's got tuberculosis. I'm just saying, he's got a weird vibe right now. I hate it. Yeah, I mean, I agree. You can't roster a player with that stance, but when they got that name behind him, you kind of have to. I have him in our home league, and I picked up Jared Goff, and Tom Brady was not the guy I cut because you can't cut him because if he if he yeah, but you out, also like, had he, Justin Fields. Tell people the whole story. I didn't cut him either. What? You yeah, have all three of them? Oh, I can't remember. God, my, but my heart, my Justin heart sank Fields to my is, dick. Justin Fields is strictly a let's see what happens because if he could be a 16th round keeper, then it might be worth it. But he's probably going to be peacing out soon. If he hasn't <laughs> back, already, he back. can't remember. Back into news. So speaking of Tampa Bay, outside of the massive signing of Cole Beasley, Huge. Mr. Anti-Vax, 
Julio Jones and Chris Godwin both did not practice today. So we're not off to a good start. Shit. And Mike Evans, the suspension has been upheld. He is missing one game for punching uh, Lattimore in the Marshall back of the Lattimore, head. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Dude, those guys straight up hate each other. They really hate each other. They they really do hate each other. It's great to watch, though. What if they secretly, like, fuck, like, behind the scenes? Because they're like, hey, I got to act like I hate you on the field. (laughs) They just swap themselves. They're just overselling us. Gross. Uh, Moving on, J.K. Dobbins running back for Baltimore Ravens, full participant in Wednesday's practice. Now, the only reason why I'm bringing this up is because he had full practices all last week, too, and he did not play. So, yeah, just I'm not I don't know what to do with him. And it makes me very angry. He's been incredibly nervous all season. Well, you can't pivot to Mike Davis or Kenyon Drake. Those guys both fucking suck. They are awful. Yeah, that's why I'm not super concerned about it. Once he plays, he's going to be the guy. They need it's a running hard back there desperately. You know, you drafted J.K. Dobbins in like the fifth round. You're like, fuck, dude, I need you to play. Please play. Like, he's killing two of my rosters right now because it's yeah, like. Yeah, but I think a lot of people had the expectation that you're going to miss that. I, I picked him in the league and I was like, okay, that's four weeks down the drain, you know. Like, if I can squeak out two and two, be good. The, the problem is it's the overreaction. It's the reeling. So, hey, you know what? If you find a manager out there that's 0-2 desperate with Dobbins, maybe make a trade for him. Give him, give him Derrick Henry. Tweets. If you give him Derrick, you can give him Derrick Henry, and you'll get Dobbins plus. <laughs> yeah, I think the other thing too with Dobbins is it's be- it's almost better that he's not being rushed back. They don't have to rush him back. You know when he comes back, should be pretty close to fully healthy. It's not like hey, they're just gonna plug him in there while he's still recovering. I probably shouldn't bring up Derrick Henry because I'm I'm actually trying to trade him in the league, and I know that the guy listens to our show. I'm trying to trade that guy, fucking Derrick Henry, and I'm trying to sell like it's Derrick Henry. He's the juggernaut. Like, but I think I think I don't know. I think Derrick Henry. Oh man, it's it's coming to an end here soon, boys, and it makes me sad. You know he's gonna run for like 285 yards next week, and people. Are I fucking like, he's hope so because that because then I can trade him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, George Kittle limited one limited in Wednesday's practice, so. Hurry up and get your bitch ass back onto the field, George Kittle. God damn, man. I'm so tired. I got a qu- I got one question for you. Was he ever good? Was he was Kittle and this good? Is, this is coming from a fucking 49er fan. When it comes to fantasy football, was George Kittle ever like a can't miss fucking guy? Yeah. Like was when? like two years ago, three years yeah, ago? In 2018, he finished the season. It was when he set the record. 14 fantasy points. Yeah, he set the record, and then Kelsey broke it the next game. Go ahead. How many games did he miss? Like 7,000. Oh, in his good season, he played 16 games. So he's rookie year. So he he played played them all. So he played 15, 16, 14, 8, and 14. And last year, he wasn't that bad. He... Finished with 162 fantasy points for the season. He was the tight. He was the tight. He doesn't get touchdowns that often. Mm-hmm. I mean, his best touchdown season was last year was six. He's a yardage so, guy. I mean, he's got he's got two trade, two so years trade Kittle. over a thousand yards. And see, the, to touchdowns. me, that's an issue. That like, if you're a yardage guy at tight end, good lord, have mercy. That just doesn't happen very often. 
You're never going to get big time yardage guys to play fucking tight end. You need that touchdown upside. And he never had it. I mean, he scores every once in a while. I think he is a much better real tight end. Oh, he's outstanding for real. How important. Yeah. Having played the position, I know how important it is to block. And I think he's probably the the bet. One of the best blocking tight ends. I, I could probably say ever. But well, well he's he's essentially ends. a he's he's a hundred pounds lighter than a lineman. You know, if he was heavier, he'd probably play offensive <clears throat> guard with the way he can block True. and hit. Uh, Fish, your fantasy boyfriend Hunter Renfro did not practice Wednesday due to a concussion. So he kind of sucks this year. Yeah. So. Yeah, he might. I mean, I don't know. I I won't give up on him quite yet. It's been two weeks. We know how he can be used. But like I said, you know, like we're not taking a break yet, but we're getting close. And James Robinson been texting me. You know what's crazy is that of all of our fucking boyfriends, if any of us, if I would have heard out of all of our boyfriends that Antonio Gibson was doing the best, I'd have been fucking furious. All right, because Ezekiel ain't been shit, and Renfro's been pretty bad. I, my love will never falter for my beautiful chocolate man. Well, once gunshot wound, once, McGee gets yeah, back, what, it's over. Give it a couple weeks. And then he's going to get shot in the other ass cheek by Gibson. He would have fumbled the gun. There's no way it was him. <laughs> he is off the hook. All right, Alvin Kamara, ribs, practice Wednesday. So that's that's promising. Looks like he might be able to play. Saints need him. God damn. God damn do they need him. James Winston looked awful without without Kamara. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keenan Allen with the hamstring injury. He practiced in individual drills on Wednesday. So definitely keep an eye on that. And Herbo, Turbo Herbo. He practiced in a limited uh, fashion. But they did say that Justin Herbert did nothing outside of the ordinary. So he's more than likely a full go. Uh, talk about reunions. 49ers signed Tevin Coleman to the practice squad after they brought up superstar Marlon Mack. Listen, all I'm going to say is watch out. He's going to come <laughs> in there and he's going to fucking lead that team to a Super Bowl. Watch. I, I hope Marlon Mack is good. We're just not so. talking about Jimmy Garoppolo. Fuck Jimmy Garoppolo. He's going to lead him to a Super Bowl also. Marlon Mack's only 26. He might have a couple more seasons in him. You know, 27 is usually the year they peter out. But he did have an Achilles, so I don't know. But he's come back, and people said uh, a lot of teams were like, yeah, he's still got burst. We just have younger guys, basically. And the Niners said, listen, we want a good one because none of our fuckers can stay healthy ever. Where's Trey Sermon? (laughs) Marlon Mack last year played six games, and the year before that played one. He's mm. never played a full Shh. season. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, your mouth Gabe, wide receiver Gabe Davis. Buffalo Bills is limited in Wednesday's practice. So that's a good start to his week. He sucks. <laughs> Maybe. Hey, man. Yeah, kind of. Actually, he does. Uh, wide receiver Jerry Judy, Denver Broncos. He is not practicing Wednesday due to a shoulder and rib injury. He did exit the week two game early. So keep an eye on that. But dude, fuck Russell Wilson sucks, man. God damn. Like we preseason. <laughs> he ain't I was lately, man. I'll tell you what. He's ordering out. It is not good. No, he's he's cooking fucking cereal and toast like he can't. He's not. And he's burning that toast. That's the worst part. It's, it's like easiest thing to not fuck up. And he's fucking it up. Um, 
fantasy potential darling Devin Duvernay had a concussion is not practicing Wednesday. Damn it. Those those of you who don't know who he is still, Devin Duvernay plays for the Baltimore Ravens. He did run a kickoff. one weapon. Yeah. Uh, Alec Pierce and Michael Pittman both returned to practice on Wednesday, so that's good for the Colts. Because Matt Ryan fucking sucks, too. God, is that just where quarterbacks' careers go to die? Like, you go to Indianapolis... Actually, I saw a meme and it made me laugh. I, I was going to tweet it out. I'll do it later. It was um, Mike Vrabel talking to Ryan Tannehill. I was like, you're going to have a great time in Indianapolis, man. <laughs> and then uh, last I mean, bit of news here. Oh, good. I was going to say, Matt Ryan, he had a bad game, but who was he supposed to throw it to last week? Like his first week one against Austin Houston, wasn't Dublin. Great. It wasn't great, but he threw for 352 yards and a touchdown. Like, if he had one more touchdown, he wouldn't be – he got 18.2 points week one. That's not terrible for a guy you drafted, probably only in super flex leagues. There's a gigantic tight end that he has. His name is Moorcox. He should have thrown to Moorcox. You should always throw Moorcox when you can. Exactly. I mean, that's right. Throw Moorcox. The, corp- the real culprit in this game was Jonathan Taylor uh, sucking weenie yeah, compared true. to what you thought he would be able to do. Better days will be for Indianapolis. I, I I agree with you though. I think when you lose Pittman, you lose Alec Pierce. It's like, well, now we know they're gonna they're not gonna pass. So you put like put fuck put eleven in the box and just stop Jonathan Taylor. Like that's all you have to do. One, are you really worried about your defensive backs stopping the fourth and fifth wide receiver on their team? You know, probably not. Because you're you're stopping practice squad guys like Marlon Mack and Tevin Coleman. You know, so you know it's just a bunch of nobodies. E. All right, and last bit of news, Michael Gallup, he appeared, he appears to be on track for some reps in week three against the Giants. So keep an eye on him, especially if he's on your waiver wire, because Noah Brown has kind of become a thing in Dallas and gross. So just, you know, if Gallup's out there, pick him up. He's available in, like think, like 20% of leagues or something like that. Yeah, he got picked up in a lot of leagues this past waiver wire, but if he's still out there, I picked him up in our home too. No, no, no fab. Now, if he's still available, um, yeah, I picked him up for absolute free. I, I dropped, uh, I was going to drop, I was going to drop Darnell Mooney for him, but, uh, I, I just fuck. swooped him up. Why you want Darnell? I'll give you Darnell Mooney. What do you got? Nothing. <laughs> a hug. <laughs> I'll drive up there and I'll give you a hug. Mm, love it. Shirtless. Only shirtless. Long drive. That's the only way to give hugs. Come on. <laughs> it's like, I, 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 I went to football camp as a kid. <laughs> exactly. With, I went to Penn State and played for Jerry Sandusky. <laughs> I know how you hug. Take your pants off, obviously. <laughs> well, that, that got weird real quick. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some football games. Your Thursday night game which is probably going to be very boring because they've been kind of boring. Got the one and one Pittsburgh Steelers going to the one and one Cleveland Browns. Vegas has the over under at 38.5. So, you know, this is going to be an absolute bloodbath out there with uh, the Cleveland Browns favorite at minus four and a half. I took the Steelers just because I don't think Cleveland is as good I, I think Pittsburgh, I don't know, Mitch Trubisky sucks, but God, I think they're not that bad of a team. Trubisky sucks so hard. They need to go to Pickett ASAP. I mean, yeah, Harris hasn't I been all that great 
either. It's not hard. It's not. He's not going to be great until Trubisky's not the quarterback. Yeah, because they can just we stack all, the box. We all pick the Steelers to win. Uh, for fantasy purposes, you still start Harris. You start. I like Deontay Johnson still. I wouldn't give up on him. And uh, Fryermuth. <laughs> That's it, right? Fryermuth. I like Fryermuth for the yeah. yeah. I mean, you could probably still start Harris. I would not. I just no, think... dude. You start. That's why I said you start Harris. That's just don't be silly. Oh my bad. I miss. I miss that. The edible already kick in. Yeah. That oh, that, yeah. that blink is getting slower. I'm seeing it. Yeah. I'm seeing it working real listen, time. Listen. Take it. Take it easy. <laughs> I'll be fine. Other side of the ball, you start chubby cunt. And that's probably it, right? You don't. No, Cooper. Cooper all day. Maybe it's because I have way too many shares of Cooper, but he did have a good week. He did have a good week. It's a tough matchup, though. This is the problem with Cooper, though. Week one, three for 17. But then week two, nine for 101 and a touchdown. So, you know, that's I think that's going to be Cooper all year. That just shows me he's got a lot of clout. He (laughs) says, you get me the fucking ball. And Brissett was like, you got it, daddy. That's exactly how it went. (laughs) Sure. Sure. We'll go with that. Uh, moving on, we got the uh, 2-0 and Kansas City Chiefs taking on the 0-1-1 Indianapolis Colts. Vegas has the over-under at 15.5 with Kansas City at minus 5.5. God damn, dude. I'd, get, I'd take minus 5.5 Kansas City all day. They're, I don't know. Like, losing um, – he's still Darius Leonard in my head, not Shaquille – Shaq Leonard. That's just throwing me off. But, yeah. you know, without having him around, I think that's really affecting the offense. But uh looks like we all picked the Chiefs to win because um, we talked about how bad Matt Ryan is. Mm-hmm. But for fantasy purposes, what do you do about the – can you play any of these wide receivers? Like, are you comfortable playing any of them? I mean, which ones are we talking about? <laughs> we talking about Juju the- MVS, Mecole Hardman. I think Juju will be fine. And I actually think Hardman's going to be fine. I think Hardman is, is going to take over that role of – Tyreek Hill for sure. And I think that Juju should be kind of, I don't know. He should be keeping pace with Kels in all honesty. I don't know. He has to build up the rapport, I guess, with a uh, old Patty boy. Yeah, but Juju, he had a good week one, you know, eight targets went six for 79. So that's not awful, especially your first game with, you know, the, the new team. But then last week, mm. man, three for 10, although the chargers defense, I'm not trying to be a homer, but they have a good defense. But um, I don't know. Still, gr- I don't know. Gross. Yeah, I I wouldn't want to start him, but I think you'd be all right with at least Juju. I I don't know about. I don't like MVS. I've never liked him at all. Same, same, same with Hardman. So I mean, like, I like Juju as a player. I think he has potential, but the, it just you don't. It's hard to predict here right now on who's going to get these targets. So. Mm-hmm. If you have to, I think you can, but I think you should be like wide receiver three flex. Maybe I don't think you should be starting Juju as your wide receiver two. Avoid it. Other side of the ball, you play JT. If Pittman's in, you play. You play Pittman if he's in, right? Fuck yeah, yeah, you I, have to. for sure. I like Pittman; he's a good player. And then you know, obviously you play Jonathan. You, if someone benches Jonathan Taylor, that's that's a little dumber than benching Nick Chubb. You know. Because that's mm-hmm. pretty fucking stupid. Uh, okay. Yeah, it is. And you could be concerned that he's not going to finish as the 
RB1, but he's going to be just fine to play weekly. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, 2-0 Buffalo Bills taking on the 2-0 Miami Dolphins. Vegas has the over under 52.5 with Buffalo favorite at minus 6. Fish, you and I both picked the Bills, but Rome, you took the Dolphins? Yes. I'm buying in, boys. I'm buying into the Tua show. I'm buying into Hill and fucking Waddle being being just the fastest little boys. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a fair point. I'm buying in too, but I'm not buying in against this defense. If I told you five four years ago that you're the game you're gonna be most excited about in twenty twenty two week three is gonna be the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins, would have you believe me? No, nah, I'd slap you in your fucking mouth. I'd be like, yeah, I'd be like, you talking stop about? it. You shut up right now. You know what's funny is um, I tweeted out a video of Tua. Someone flipped Tua's throwing motion to a right-handed quarterback. So all his touchdowns to Tyreek and, and Waddle were right-handed. And it looks so much better than when he throws left-handed. It's, it's shocking. He has a cannon when he throws right-handed. Looks awkward when it's left-handed. <laughs> and I'm left-handed. so I'm just not used to it yet. Yeah. It's like Same. anal. I'm it just takes well. time. It's, it's just kind of take time to get used to it. Listen, here's the other thing that I'm looking at. Both safeties from Buffalo are questionable. Poyer's out and Hyde. Well, not out. They're questionable. Poyer and Hyde. They've also got Dane Jackson. I think he was the one that fucked up his neck or something in the game. They're yeah, all. He probably won't play. Yeah, I would imagine. But with them out, I think it's opening up what. So the defense is going to be missing pieces if they don't play. And I think that it can ex- be exploited by McDaniels and that offense. All right. Fair enough. I'm still picking the bills that you, you didn't think. sway me. <laughs> it's supposed to rain that day too. So perfect. You know, tiny, tiny tongue of Iloa thrown with a wet ball, left-handed out there, all stupid and short. I think we were saying the same thing against Baltimore when he was like, hold on, let me throw six fucking touchdowns. It's because Baltimore's defense sucks. No one wants to admit that. They fucking suck. They're not good, but... (laughs) Uh, For fantasy purposes, you still rolling Devin Singletary out there? No. I I don't know. We'll go with a no. You don't. You're desperate. Desperate play for Devin Singletary. I'm going to say no. He got seven points week one on eight carries. Week two, he had six carries. He had 3.1 points. You're not playing a running back out of Buffalo unless you're super desperate until further notice. If Gabe Davis is healthy, you playing Gabe Davis? Yeah, I'll play him. I know Rome's no, not sold on him. I'm not interested. Him. I don't like him. I don't like him. It's all right to be wrong sometimes, Rome. I like Dawson Knox. I think he's like the sneaky play. It's a white guy with an afro. Love it. All right, other other side of the ball. Chase Edmonds is just not going to be a thing this year. I've I've just not, I was so high on him, but I'll, no. I'm willing to admit I was wrong about Chase Edmonds. I thought he would be no. Much more. You hold on. He might be a thing once Mostert gets hurt, but not until then. <gasps> That's yeah, take it easy. Not, he's going to get hurt. I know. It's just a matter. Of I when. just don't want to believe it. Didn't Mostert get hurt on like his first carry last year? It was like rush, like he ran one. Yeah, carry. it was like thirty yards though. Yeah, it was a he great like run, like and then he like hurt. tore his hamstring and missed the rest. We of the year. We don't want to talk about this anymore. 
Uh, oh no, he had two rushes last year. I'm sorry. I think it was only like ten yards, but still, it was. He looked good until he got hurt. For Miami, uh, Mike Gusecki had a touchdown last week. Went four for forty-one with a touchdown. Do you think Gusecki's kind of <laughs> Rome? You just shake your head. No, that's not good audio. <laughs> it's not good video. <laughs> Oh, I'm just letting you know. My answer is it's great video. It's a fucking. Yeah, it's great no. video. It's horrible for the podcast. <laughs> so you're 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 avoiding Gasecki still. Yeah, I gotta see it one more time at least. I know that the coach said he wants to get him more involved. Four targets is not that much more involved. Sure, he got a touchdown. I mean, Fair I enough. might take Gasecki over Pitts. Yeah, yeah it's interesting right there. All right, moving on. Got one and one Baltimore taking on one and one New England. Over under forty three and a half. Baltimore favored at minus two and a half. I took. Oh, we all took the Ravens. Because, yeah, why not? It only makes sense. Well, New England hasn't really done anything that made me think they're going to be. Uh, they're going to be like an okay team. Yeah, like they're, they'll be all. Right. They'll be like middle of the road. They're not going to be able to stop this offense. No, this offense is rolling right now. Um, If Dobbins is – okay, this is actually the big question. So if Dobbins plays – me personally, if Dobbins is playing, I probably still won't start him yet. I just want to see how healthy that knee is first. Because there's a chance that that they may – what if they just rush – they run him out, he does like two, three series, and they bench him the rest of the game. You know, especially if they get to an early lead. They're like, eh, let's just break down Mike Davis and Kenyon Drake more. Thoughts? Anybody? Bueller? Yeah, they, they could. Here's the way I look at Dobbins is they're taking their time with him deliberately. I think once he plays, they're going to be confident that he's going to be fully recovered. They're not going to be rushing him back. I'd be okay starting him because guess what? If he's playing, he could probably play with one leg and be better than fucking Kenyon Garbage Can Drake. <laughs> you are not wrong. Like, who the fuck is his competition? So if he plays, yeah, I'll play. Fair enough. Competi- competition is Lamar. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, true. I, th- I still think they'd use him, though. Other side of the ball, Harris Stevenson, you guys, they're they're like straight up just splitting the backfield like 50-50 right now. So, I mean, like how do you it, – it, it seems like Harris is used like if – especially if they have like a lead, they're just going to keep running out with – Harris and they just use Stevenson in like the passing downs. Stevenson sucks, so you can't play Stevenson. So like Harris, are you still comfortable just starting Harris every week as like a running back two flex? No, I'm trying. I think I'm avoiding everything Patriot at the moment. At least in the back. I, I like for I, sure. I like Jacoby Myers. If you're in like a PPR half PPR league, last week man, 13 yeah. targets, nine for 95. He, you already know he's not a touchdown guy, but I mean, if I can get nine catches, you know. That. Dude, if you get fucking 13 targets, you you play the fucking guy. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. it could he could he have a dud game? Sure. But 13 targets is like, you catch half his passes, he could have a good game. Mm. I'm the same yeah. with the running backs, so I'm I'm not really, I'm kind of out on them. Yeah. All right, moving on. 0-2 Bengals taking on the 1-1 New York football Jets. Vegas has the over-under at 45 with Cincinnati favored at minus 5. We all took the Bengals because the Jet. I don't know the the. It's Joe Flacco. And He's the man. I, I saw a thing. It is interesting. Joe Burrow got sacked like fifty six times last year, but he is currently on pace to be sacked 
111 times this year. <laughs> yeah, and they were supposed to, the offensive line was supposed to be improved. But yeah, they, they allegedly beefed up their offensive line. But he's been sacked a... like, he got sacked like six times week one and then like five times last week. Seven week one and six week two. There you go, yeah. 13 times. I was talking to Director Ross and I was like, man, I thought they went out and they fucking fixed this problem. I at this point it has to be a scheme thing. Like it has to be something they're doing wrong in the coaching room cuz you can't go out and spend all that money and get guys who are I think they're actually pretty fucking good and have them do this. It has to be scheme. Like there's just oh, the only explanation for me. Yeah, I Unless agree. maybe I kinda, like this is this is something that, where I want to watch like the I talked to you guys about buying it. The All 22 film. This would be a good mm-hmm. time to see that type of film and say like What's really good? Are these guys just getting beat or are they just not adjusting to defenses at all? Or it's like Joe Burrow's. I don't, I haven't been watching the Bengals that much. So, or Joe Burrow's just like trying to extend the play. Chase runs the nine route, just trying to hope he gets behind the defender. Just just trying to go for the home run. Yeah. Like the home run highlight reel. Cause what was it like? Good pass pro is like four seconds, but for an Mm -hmm. offensive lineman, that's like a goddamn eternity. Like it's, if you so hold long. the ball for like, I remember because you know I, I played offensive line, and it's like if it takes the quarterback like seven seconds, you almost look over your shoulder like the fuck's he doing back there? Like <laughs> throw the god, I can't hold this guy for that much longer, man. Like fuck, like throw it, Jesus. Yeah, certainly interesting. They're in trouble, and you know the Jets. They could beat them. I picked the Bengals still. I think they're a better team. I think the, they'll be able to just kind of manpower their way to a win. But I don't think that they're going to like blow them out or anything. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I think this is going to be an offensive game. Like, you know, Bengals are going to win it like 24 to 19, you know, some shit like that. Cause, yeah, I can uh, see that. Yeah, but for fantasy purposes, are you still rolling Burrow out there? I mean, he's yeah. been okay for fantasy. He's been all right for fantasy. He's quarterback eleven right now. You still play him. I don't. I wouldn't be too worried just yet. So much yeah. upside, explosiveness in this offense that like he could do the Tua and throw six touchdowns yeah. any week. Really. Other side of the ball, Michael Carter, Brees Hall. Like, who are you guys? You know. I mean, at this I, point, I really think Brees Hall took it. You think so? I mean, at this point, I'm looking at. I'm looking at Carter as their lead back in a sense of yards, 17 carries for 83. I I don't – he also gets used in the passing game. So it's like if he's outrushing Brees Hall and is making catches out of the backfield, I am I think I'm all right. I'm comfortable playing him as a possible flex. I'd probably I really, play them both, but I'd be in that flex range. Mm-hmm. Um, Brees Hall – Yards per carry last week was seven yards per carry. He got a receiving touchdown. You know, you said they used Carter as a receiving back, but Hall got the touchdown. Yeah. I I think it's – I mean, I, maybe I said Brees Hall took it. Maybe he didn't fully take it yet, but I think he's on his way to getting more of the snap share. He got – let's see, he only played 27% of snaps last week, and he got 12.5 points. That's pretty productive, you know. Where Carter played sixty one percent of the snaps, he only rushed for twenty three yards. Like Hall looks like the better runner, so I think that he's gonna eventually be the guy. I think right now you're okay to start 
both as a flex. Mm-hmm. I officially think Garrett Wilson's in. He, you have to start him. I mean, week one, not the greatest at line, four for 52, but eight targets. Then last week, man, 14 targets, eight for 102 and two touchdowns. I think Garrett Wilson has now established himself as the wide receiver one. And Joe Flacco is just hucking that ball all over the place. Um, I'm not so much interested in Elijah Moore. I think Elijah Moore is a hold, like you keep him on your bench. I just I yeah, you know. hold Elijah Moore because Zach Wilson likes him. But Corey Davis is looking better than Moore right now. Corey Davis yes. had two games over ten points each. Hey man, I was joke I was like joking, but I was also not really joking when I said Corey Davis might secretly be the wide receiver you want from the Jets right now. But I, no, I, think, I think Garrett it, Wilson you're, 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 Go ahead. You're onto something, but I think it's going to be Garrett Wilson. Yeah, I think I think Garrett Wilson. Future. You're going to have to start, and then Tyler Conklin, man, he slowly has become a tight end. I'm actually interested in. You know, week one, four for sixteen, did get a touch, and then last week, six for forty, but he had nine targets. So, you know, played a hundred percent snaps last week too. Would you rather have Tyler Conklin or George Kittle? George Kittle. Uh, Kittle. <laughs> now that enough. now that now that Garoppolo's back, I'm much more comfortable with Kittle. Fuck yeah. All right. Moving on, 0-2 Las Vegas Raiders taking on the 0-2 Tennessee and Titans. We all picked the Raiders. We think this is a get-right game for them, especially because Tennessee seems to be an absolute disaster right now. Um, yeah, dude, I just I just don't know what's going on with Tennessee. Like, they can't seem to establish the run with, with King Henry, and, you know, he's putting us kings to shame, and I don't like it. I don't appreciate it. Like, I need you to get that big, that big black dick out there and start shoving it down defense's throats, Derrick Henry. God damn it. But I for mean, fantasy yeah, purposes, oh yeah, um, I think if Hunter Renfro's out, I think, I think that just makes Devontae Adams more appealing and Darren Waller more appealing. I mean, absolutely agree with that. I think because yeah, I think I Hunter well. Renfro, he's getting targets, but like I don't know, like he's just not getting the production because I've I've watched I watched the Raiders against the Chargers. He Carr's just throwing to to you know you're talking about a dot in the pre-show meeting like. Fucking uh, Renfro's a dot's like two yards. Like he's only throwing them at the line of scrimmage. Like it doesn't matter. He got ten targets last week. I mean, if he didn't fumble, he would have had nine points. Not great, but like for a flex player for wide receiver three, not terrible. Yeah, I'm I'm not sold on him either right now. You know, my boyfriend, but I wouldn't play him. I don't think until something changes here. But it's. Definitely looking good for Adams and Waller, like you guys said, especially if he misses time. Yeah, then other side of the ball, you're, you just Derrick Henry. There, there's nothing else on Tennessee. Now, I will say, Burks is worth a bench stash because I think it. I think eventually he'll become like the guy that's supposed to replace A.J. Brown because he does show a little spark, little flair every now and again. But, you know, I, I yeah, wouldn't play you- him yet. If you have a receiver from here, you want Burks. I wouldn't start him, but Robert Woods ain't it. Like he is not nearly what he was. Probably because the offense, the offense just looks bad. I don't even think Derrick Henry himself looks that bad, but they're not blocking for him. Or he's getting hit like two yards in the backfield, like every play. Like what do you want from him? Yeah. Well, I mean, my concern though is last week, man, less than two yards a carry for Derrick Henry. It was only salvaged by a touchdown. And even even then, by salvaged, he only had eight points for fa- eight and a half points for fantasy. So, it, yeah, it's that's kind of what I'm getting at, though. If you're getting hit in the backfield, like he can't generate that that speed and power that he usually has. Like, 
Right. And, he, yeah. well, he, and he's a build up speed guy. He's not a he's yeah. not a gonna hit the fucking one foot on the ground and take it sixty just in the backfield. He has no, to No, he's gonna build up speed and at a speed. W- hope hopefully he makes it through the linebackers and he just fucking kills any defensive back that's there. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Whenever I'm sad, I just like to look at uh, Derrick Henry's high school rushing stat lines. Oh, that's beautiful. (laughs) There was like one game, it was like like 40 carries for like 380 yards and like eight (laughs) touchdowns. It's like, god damn, man. It makes me want to like get... I'm about to get a fake birth certificate and go play some Pop Warner football. (laughs) What do you do? What do you do if you're a coach and you're like film planning for that? And you're like, all right, guys. He's gonna run all over against us. Derrick Henry this week. He's the size of a, of an NFL player in high school. Yeah, he's gonna have sex with your mom, and that's okay. You know, <laughs> Good luck. just it, it's just that's what's gonna happen. Oh man! No, like honestly, I think like if, if you're playing against Derrick Henry in high school, you know, Rome, you you were a coach for a while. You basically just go, hey, he's gonna get his. We just have to make sure we score. We have to match their score with the score. We I ha- mean, yeah, that's it. That's all you can do. Look, I've played against guys vastly, or I've watched guys vastly insuperior to him as a specimen, and they killed some of our guys. And you're just going, okay, he he can easily take over a game to the point of just. I would have loved to have been a coach on the sidelines for the team that was getting their ass kicked, just just to get a little taste of how funny that would be, like just the depression. And the just, just get defe- humbled a little just bit, just so defeated, and thinking that there's no oh, my dreams are gone. I'm never going to play in the NFL because that's an NFL player right there. You just you just walk over, just walk over to Derrick Henry, just give a little, just a little sniff. Just want to smell, yeah. <laughs> just smell what a winner. I just want to smell what greatness is. Touch his butt with your finger or something. Mm. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Um, moving on the Sunday game of the week, the one one Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the one one Los Angeles chargers. We all took the bolts to win bolt up baby, but for fantasy purposes, James Robinson, man, like I, whew, he's good. He's so good at football. He's making- I'm telling you, he's been texting me, dude, ever since last year, he's been texting me. I was honestly on the James Robinson train after like week two of his rookie year. I went and grabbed him in our home mm-hmm. league. I grabbed him in every league I could. And he's the number five running back on the season this year coming back from an Achilles. Dude, if he didn't get hurt, would he be even better? I, I feel like he came back the same, but he, this guy could have came back even better. If, if like he, he never got hurt, better man. If he never got hurt. I didn't mean to come back. Like, he could have been if, something if he ne- If he never got hurt, he would have been like a, a draft pick in the first three rounds in fantasy drafts. It's because of the injury and everyone was hyping up ETN. But, yeah, and, and I mean, for some reason, everybody wanted to, to – if they wanted a running back coming back from Achilles, I want Cam Akers. Well, you guys are idiots. Dude, they, James Robinson, week one, played 49% of snaps. Last week, played 63. He scored 19 and 14 points. If you're not playing this guy, I don't care what team you're playing against. Mm-hmm. You're doing something wrong. And then uh, I will say, I, I Christian Kirk, man, he's – Wide receiver seven on the year. I mean, he's 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 showing people why he got paid so much fucking money. And Trevor yeah, Lawrence, Christian Kirk was doing good in Arizona. Like he was kind of, um, what's the word? He was like a good support player. Overshadowed. He almost had thousand yards last year. Yeah. Um, 
he's doing good. Trevor Lawrence is looking nice. Like he's he's putting the ball on there accurately. And Christian Kirk's probably the best target for him. I like him. Yeah. Then um other side of the ball, the only thing I really wanted to bring up was I think Gerald Everett is now a must start tight end uh, until further. I mean, I I'm jealous oh, you picked him Gerald up in Everett, our home league. Gerald Everett saved my life. I picked him up in our home league and I dropped Cole Komet. I know a lot of people were like, oh, you can wait one more week for Cole Komet. He had one target the first week. I don't even know how many targets he had last week, but I think it was two. I think he caught one pass. No, he's he, not Cole, getting targets. They're not throwing the ball. Cole Komet has two targets on the year for zero catches. Yeah. And yeah, I apologize. Fantasy community, I apologize for trying to talk up Cole Komet. I, I, I drafted Cole Komet. I, I thought I was on board with the idea of a target monster. It's not going to happen. I dropped Cole Komet. Director Ross picked him up, played him against me. He dropped Njoku, who scored four points. I won by two points. I was there you go. Uh, moving on, and the last game we're going to talk about tonight, your Sunday night football game. We got the 1-1 one one San Francisco 49ers taking on the 1-1 one one Denver Broncos. San Francisco favored at minus one and a half. Vegas has the over under at 44 and a half. I'm the only one that took Denver. You boys both took San Francisco. So we think Jimmy Dree going to get it done, beat up on Denver. We might have lost. Yeah, Rome absolutely. Again. Yeah, we did. Yeah, Rome's struggling right now. But Jimmy G changes the dynamic of this team so much. The I hate to say it because I, I, I was never on board with Lance. I understand he has a lot of rushing upside, and he could have been productive in fantasy. Yeah, and, and you don't it. wish a kid's fucking leg to fall off. <laughs> no, I, I'm not saying it's like I don't want to shit on Lance. Like he's fucking broke his leg. I would. It's terrible. But mm-hmm. Jimmy G is a better quarterback. He makes this team better, and the team was oddly excited. They were more excited to be playing with Jimmy G than they were with Lance because. They understand that Lance is a work in progress and they're not going to get very far this year with him. And now they're like, hey, shit, we're right back as a Super Bowl contender. Yeah. And they understand and then, that. And I think that that's going to bring him up. This is this is an actually an interesting stat. So how the 49ers restructured Jimmy uh, Garoppolo's contract. Uh, he had a clause in his contract this year that if he played at least 25% of the snaps in a game, he'll earn $250,000. And then if the team happens to win that game, the number jumps to $350,000. So he has a chance to earn an extra $5.6 million in just incentives based on San Francisco's performance. So, no, but I I agree with what you're saying. I I think this offense is better. You know, like I said, you, you don't, you never want a player to fucking break his leg. Like that sucks, especially like a young, you know, player that we haven't really gotten to see, but I, I think the offense is better with Jimmy Garoppolo. He's a better quarterback. He's a better passer, you know, so Rome, you want to touch on, uh, uh, on the Niners real quick. Yeah, I would love to just damn, uh, fucking connection problems I got here. All right. Listen, I think that Garoppolo, I heard fish touch on it. I heard you touch on it, Josh Garoppolo coming in is going to be huge for this team. Fish, you said it best. I've been, I, I thought it almost the second the injury happened is, oh, these guys just became a Super Bowl contender again. All they need to do is get everybody back healthy without Lance because he's done for the year. But Kittle, any of the receivers that have been out, I think that they're going to make a huge turnaround. I don't think the team is bad. I think that they've gotten better in a lot of facets of the game. Fantasy purposes, a lot like 
aside, I think as a team, they're going to be huge, and that's going to bring along fucking stats, which is going to be big for guys like Ayuk. Samuel is still going to be fucking dope. Kittle coming back is going to benefit huge from having Garoppolo back because Trey Lance doesn't throw to fucking tight ends. I just think it's going to be big time for the Niners right now. Then for fantasy purposes, the running back situation. So, you you know, I mean, obviously you start Jeff Wilson because he actually looked pretty good last week. But the insurance back, is it is it Jordan Mason? Is it – Rome's probably going to say Marlon Mack for some reason. I think you, you I think you grab them both, right? That, obviously you don't grab both on the same team, but you go after target both guys. Wilson's got a history of injury too. I mean, running backs in general can get hurt pretty easily. I don't know if it's going to be Mason or Mack, but either one of them's a nice little bench stash just in case. We know the offense can move the ball with most running backs aside from Trey Sermon. I think one of these two guys could eventually get some production, be a change of pace guy. Would I start him? No, but both of them are a good bench stash. Yeah. Other side of the ball, Russell Wilson. Can you guys play Russell Wilson? I mean, he, I mean, most likely you're going to have to. Yeah. Most likely if you drafted him, he, he was going to be your fucking dude. And the reality is, is he is not playing like a fucking dude. He's playing like a chump and he needs to, I don't know what they need to do other than maybe fire that new head coach already. Cause he's a fucking mess. Fuck Nathaniel Hackett. Guy's just terrible. A, just a mess at this point. I like I want to like cook or I want to, I want to let Russ cook, but like, dude, I I can't trust you right now. You got 13 points and 19. Yeah. I mean, we scored over 20 yet. Right. I can't. Um, I can't. I get you with the coaching. There's a lot of questionable coaching decisions going on there, but the big problem with Russell Wilson right now is he's not putting the ball in the end zone. I mean, he scored, he passed for 340 yards to, Week one, 219 week two. He's completing less than 50% of his passes. He's only been sacked five times. If he's got time out there, he doesn't look good. I understand that there's other issues with the coaching and the that's compounding it. But, like, he doesn't I, – I don't think that he's what the Broncos needed. I think they – you know, it's kind of the day of the mobile quarterback. I think that their offense isn't really built for a Russell Wilson type player. And Russell Wilson's done the best when they don't even in Seattle when they don't pass a lot. He's got yeah. 42 attempts week 1, 31 week 2. It's not too much, but it's not getting it done. And Javante is just getting left out in the dark right now. Yeah. Play Cortland Sutton. Uh don't play Albert O. He's 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 the currently he's currently the tight end 32 in fantasy football. There's only there's only 32 teams in the NFL, and some player some teams have used more than one tight end in a game. So use that, do with that what you will. Uh, we got a little bit of time here, so I got a couple listener questions for you boys. Question number one, oh, yeah, from Brittany, a lovely lady. What should I do with T.J. Hawkinson? He's my only tight end. My answer is you keep rolling him out and just hope for the best. Fuck yeah, you do. If he's your only one, what's the fucking question? Well, you want to drop him for Albert O? Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> right. Pick up Cole Komet. I agree 100%. He's played 91% of snaps week one, 89 week two. He's gotten seven targets each game. That's pretty good for a tight end. You'd like to see a touchdown. You'd like to see a little more yards. 
the only other real option you have with Hawkinson is to like package him with somebody and try to get like Pitts or some other tight end who's doing terrible also, and hope that that pans out somehow or another, which probably won't. I'd I'd roll Hawkinson out there still. Question from Scott: With all the wide receivers out from Tampa Bay, who are you picking up? And my answer is either Gage or Perriman, but hopefully that's not how desperate you are that you have to pick up a Tampa Bay pass catcher. <laughs> I don't think there's ever been a more perfect answer than that. That, that, that that's, is that's, all there is. That's the real answer. Just I hope I'd rather pick up Corey Davis from the Jets. Right. Yeah. That, that's the thing I was just going to say is there's other players on other teams who might be better options. Depending upon your league, it depends who's available, but you know, like Russell Gage is all right. I think you're better off, and that's just disgusting to say this. But like a Robbie Anderson, like go for a Ugh. boomer bus player. <laughs> like oh, go for hurt. somebody who's gonna score zero or gonna score ten and two plays. Like don't go for Russell Gage, who's gonna get some receptions and doesn't have like a boomer bus potential. Really, like mm-hmm. Donovan Peoples Jones is better. I mean. Out of the team, I would say Perriman because the targets, but, but fucking Cole Beasley. Question from Ron. Yeah, I'd wait. A, I'd wait a one. Wait a week for Cole Beasley. There you go. Question from Ron. Can I drop Matt Ryan? Yes. Yes, you can, Ron. Uh, what? Well, How many people are in his league? <laughs> yeah. yeah if, if, you're in a 30, super flex. if you're in a thirty-two team league, then no, no, you cannot. <laughs> <laughs> but. But other than that, like anything, dude, even in Superflex, I'd rather play a like a wide receiver versus Matt Ryan. I'd rather play Corey Davis uh, from the New yeah. York Jets than Matt Ryan. Absolutely. I mean, Matt Ryan's first game wasn't terrible, but yeah, I think you could drop him. There's probably better options out there. Another question. What do you do with Darnell Mooney? I don't cry. know. You're stuck. You got to hold him, you right? Cry. You... you can't trade him for anything. Because you're not going to get nothing in return, and you can't play him. I mean, he's played ninety percent snaps both games, but he's only got five targets. But they only threw the ball like twenty times between the two games, or something like that. Yeah, if that. Here's the thing: I think with Mooney that you want to try to do, you just need to hold on to him until he has that big fucking game, and then you go, "See, I told you he could do it," and somebody's going to be like, "Man, I knew you were right." Let me snatch this motherfucker. That's yeah. the only way you're going to be able to get anything done with him. And just if you can't, if people are wise in your league and they say, uh, nah, that's just, that's I'll just wait. Fields I want to see two weeks one, of it one day. Yeah. Show me two weeks of that shit before I fucking jump. Then you hold on to him and hope that he fucking jumps. <laughs> that's it. And, and maybe if he yeah. jumps now, you keep him because who could jump off, man. He has before. He has before, so it's a really tough situation, and I feel shitty for it because I got a lot of shares of Me my too. boy Mooney. Rest, yeah. uh, rest of season. Target's got to go up. They got to throw more than 10 fucking times in a game. <laughs> God damn. Especially when they're losing most of the yeah. time. Who's their quarterback? The high school quarterback for Derrick Henry where they probably only threw 10 times a game? Hmm. Uh, question from Luke. Rest of season, would you rather have Rashad Bateman or Hollywood Brown? Oh, God. Um, That's a good question. That's a really good question. I'm going to go ahead and say Hollywood Brown. Because I think that once they get Nuke back, and he doesn't have to be the main fucking guy, he like think about how good 
Dorch is doing right now. Like if Newt comes back, I don't think Dorch is on the field. I think that's going to be whatever the fuck Hollywood mm-hmm. Brown is supposed out. to be. He's going to be that guy, I think. And it's, I just like, I think Brown's got the upside. He's got the ceiling and had, and will have time for volume as well. Now, I, I can see that and I'll agree, but I'm going to say Bateman. And here's why. Mm. We got four more weeks without Deshaun Watson. If you can't get the production that Bateman's currently producing, like Bateman scored 12.9 and then 18.8 points. Um, Brown scored 12.3 and then 9.8. So they're both like startable players, right? Four weeks, if you can't, if you're getting 12 to 10 points a game from your wide receiver two, wide receiver three, for four more weeks and it's costing you, like if it's not costing you, if the rest of your roster is good, then fine. But four weeks, six weeks total is a long time to wait. And if it's costing your team, it might be too late. Yeah. I'll actually uh... – actually, I think think I'd rather have Hollywood Brown. I'll agree with you, Rome. I I get what you're saying with about – but I I think, like, they're not utilizing Bateman all that much, and they don't really have anyone else there. And then once J.K. Dobbins comes back healthy, they're a run-first offense – um, although I would try to trade Kyler Murray, Hollywood Brown, and DeAndre Hopkins before October 28th when the new Call of Duty comes out. <laughs> Dreading the yeah. day. Just saying. Just saying. And then uh, we got a little time. Final question. Who is your favorite bounce back candidate for week three? So which stud, like that was gen- generally speaking, drafted as a stud, who do you think kind of like shows people why they were drafted early in fantasy drafts. Who, who do you think steps up? Just in general or out of, did he list some players? No, he didn't list anybody. Just want to know who, what our thoughts on like some of the studs. Yeah. I, I mean, think right point, now, go ahead. I, I think at this point, I mean, Cooper cup absolutely is a guy that you drafted to be your fucking dude and has, proven to be a fucking dude again and i gotta be honest i was i wouldn't even write about that i didn't think he'd be able to continue doing it and then i watched that first game against buffalo and went oh they targeted him like fucking 20 times yeah he's still gonna be that fucking guy so i think he's rewarding people for taking him in that fucking anywhere between five and seven five and ten i mean that's i think he's rewarding them for that yeah, I I'd agree with that one. Cooper Cup's great. I think the other one, I'll go I'll go to the backfield here, and this could be because I'm a little bit of a bias because I have some shares of him. But DeAndre Swift scored 25 points and 15 points last week. He ran the ball five times and had two receptions and scored 15 points. Played 50 percent of snaps the week before. He played 67. I think his usage will still stay. Kind of lower than some, like, you know, Jonathan Taylor's going to get sometimes 30 carries. That'll never happen with Swift. But Swift's the RB2 right now in standard, the RB3 in PPR, and he barely played last week because he was injured. Uh-huh. He's feeling a lot better. You drafted him at the tail end of the first round or the beginning of the second round. Like, you you got to be thrilled with that. You got somebody who's basically should have been picked where Eckler was. 
Uh, my, mine would be all of Minnesota Vikings because it's not a primetime game. It's a it's a one o'clock in the afternoon game for Kirk Cousins. He's actually two and I saw a thing that Kirk Cousins, he's like two and uh, I don't know. He's like two and ten in primetime games. And then you're taking on Detroit. You know, I, I, I think Minnesota is going to absolutely just go out and smash. Cool. Yeah. This is a good spot to wrap it up. Thanks for listening. Hey, guys, be cool like Adam and tell your friends to listen to us because we're somewhat cooler than the fantasy footballers because we say words like fuck and dicks and tits and stuff. I love the Yeah, boobs. boobs. I love them so yeah. much. But again, hey, shout out again to Adam, man. Thank you. That was awesome. So, hey, thank you so much for listening. Get us on social media at Filthy F-Ball Show on Twitter. Get Big Rome at Big Rome FFF. F? 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 Three Fs? <laughs> and then uh, Fantasy Fish at F Football Fish on Twitter. Uh, Instagram at Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Send in your emails to Filthy Fantasy Football Show at gmail.com. And again, thank you so much for listening. Don't keep us a secret. Tell your friends to listen to us. I love you. King Josh Josh the King. Fantasy Fish. <laughs>